0: Welcome to Obstacles Under the Surface. I'm your host, Katie Wenger. I am a psychotherapist and producer of psychoeducational material to help everyone live a peaceful life. Here on Obstacles Under the Surface, we look at finding and healing what navigates our life. Unresolved patterns, experiences, and beliefs in our subconscious can impact our mindset and all of the decisions that we make in life. Join us. ADHD and ADD are often talked about today. It's a pretty widely spread concept, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or attention deficit disorder. Some people also talk about just a general lack of focus. Or a lack of focus in certain situations or with certain topics or tasks. So, this is something that clients commonly talk about, and people often will ask me questions about. One of the things that I notice is when someone is noticing that it's difficult for them to focus or concentrate on their work or on a task, it can be around the house, it can be something that you're doing socially, it can be a conversation. Sometimes people often talk about switching between tasks as well. And, you know, we commonly call this multitasking. It's become very popular, although it's not very efficient or productive. We know that we get a lot more done when we focus on one task, see that through, complete it, and then move on to the next. But our lifestyle doesn't always conform to that. So we may be interrupted. We may run out of time that we have and have somewhere else that we have to be, or a meeting, or another event, or something else that we have to attend to. So that interrupts the original task that we were doing. And then it's hard to come back and regain focus. Multitasking is terrible for your focus and concentration. Because you're constantly asking your brain to switch between what functions it's using, maybe what part of the brain you're using, and even what strengths you are capitalizing on, or what areas of growth you're trying to improve on. So whenever you can avoid multitasking and just focus on one task, I would highly suggest doing that. Something else that I've found very effective and I refer to clients sometimes is to use a time blocking method where you have a portion of your day that you designate to one task and then when that's complete or the time is up that you've allocated for that, you move on to the next or maybe it's different days of the week, you work on different tasks, or you can call them projects or many projects, all within a larger realm of your job or the things that you need to get done in a day. So if it is possible for you to time block, there are apps for this. You can just do it simply on your calendar. You can write it down from 10 to 12. I'm going to work on an article that I'm writing from One to two, I'm going to return emails, return phone calls, follow up with new clients, that type of thing, and so on. So that will also strengthen your executive functioning with organization and time management. And that comes back to that tool that you can use, time blocking. I definitely recommend that if you find yourself multitasking often, if you find yourself switching between tasks, if you're doubting yourself on what should have your priority at that time, that is probably the most efficient method that I've found to be able to focus and to be able to see some productivity with the things that you've prioritized. One of the things I know gets in the way of people's lack of focus and concentration is attending to tasks they know they need to get done or they're accountable for, whether they're accountable to someone through their work or it's something that you know that you have to get done versus tasks that you are getting done for other people. Taking care of your children, cleaning the house, doing something that you offered to do for someone else, helping someone else with a task for work, That is not technically your responsibility, but you offered to help with or to help train them on. The last few tasks that I mentioned are areas where you could receive some external validation. You can get some validation from others. You will most likely get a thank you. You will hopefully get some appreciation. You will get some recognition and validation for what you have done that positively impacts someone else or provides a visual example of something that you've accomplished. Having your house clean when people come over or when your family comes home, having a dinner ready, um, doing work to the outside of your house or gardening. Those might be things that would fall into that category of things that you could get external validation from. And you, certainly gardening provides individual benefits. A lot of people find it therapeutic. There may be aspects of these tasks that you get something out of yourself. Cleaning, having a clean house, clutter-free can certainly make you feel more at ease, more organized. You can see your productivity again. So there are also internal benefits. But what I'm challenging you to think about is, do you shift your focus from tasks that you know that you need to get done and that you will feel better getting done to a task that you feel like you will get more external validation from, that you will get more note, more notice, um, noticing of that being completed from someone else. Then let's say if you finished your article and you're the only one that knows that it got done that day, sure. At some point it might be published. You might have to turn it in to your employer. You might have to send it to other people. So you could get that external validation there potentially, but it, For the time being, at least, it might feel like something that you're really the only one that knows if it's done or not, or to what level of satisfaction you've completed it to. So, that might be something that you might push to the side if external validation is very important to you. And depending on who you are getting the external validation from and how highly you value that. So, clients do talk about, especially with work from home, shifting between their work that they need to get done or their own tasks or checklists for the day and things that they know that other people want to get done. So when I challenge you to take a look at that, I ask you to look at how high of an importance or priority do you place on doing what you think other people want you to do or will make other people happy or feel good or be be proud of what you've done that day And taking into account that your internal validation is just as important, and the more that you can prioritize that and make that more of a focus in your mind, you may feel better than when you get that praise or that recognition from someone else. Internal validation comes from us knowing that we've completed something, feeling like we've done a good job, feeling uh, feeling pride in our work feeling like you've accomplished something and checking something off your to-do list that you thought was important to do. It comes back to what level of importance you place on it, not someone else. And I think in our society, that high focus that many people are taught or raised to look for that external validation. An easy example is to look at your grades as a child. If we teach our children to get more out of other people's praise and recognition for how they're doing in school versus how they feel about their own work, we're teaching our children to value external validation over internal validation. And the more that you do that, and if that is most of what their childhood is spent looking for is praise and recognition from other people, the more they will seek that out as adults. And There are benefits that come from that. It is important. Certainly, we want to be accountable to other people in our lives, especially those that we have responsibility to. But we also want to make sure that we are starting with internal validation. I link this to self-compassion. I link it to self-love, your self-concept, feeling good about who you are and knowing who you are. The more that you can feel good about what you've done, And you can decide what is your priority, the more you will feel that connection with yourself. And I think, as a secondary impact of that, that then shows to other people that you feel good about yourself. You feel good about what you do every day. You rank your priorities as the most important or high up on the list, and that you have some direction. And also probably contributes to your executive functioning with organizational skills and time management because you have more of that clearer picture. So what I wanted to bring up today was how that all ties into finding that lack of focus, finding that lack of concentration, or whether it's ADD or ADHD. We can have some of the symptoms of ADD or ADHD. We can have difficulty concentrating or focusing maybe in a certain phase of your life, or it can be more generalized and not have ADD or ADHD. I think sometimes we focus too much on the actual diagnosis and less on the skills that we're hoping to improve upon and and the areas that we want to grow in. So being able to come back to that internal validation Being able to keep clear thoughts and time management with something like time blocking, you should find that that lack of focus and concentration decreases and you have less of that doubt of what should I be doing right now? Is this what I should be spending my time on? Should I be doing something else that someone will expect of me to have done before the end of the day? again there's situations where that applies with an employer or with things that have to be done for safety reasons for the care of others for the care of yourself but often your inclination on what you need to get done that day is the right one and i suggest that you stick to that come back to that and Validate yourself for those tasks that you get completed. And I would be interested to hear how you find your lack of focus and concentration changing, hopefully improving for the better. Thank you for listening to Obstacles Under the Surface. And remember, though we often address smaller and more detail oriented issues, It is common to miss those that are under your surface and are subconscious. And that is the way to free yourself from this pull on your psyche. Join us for the next episode.